Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Melting Pot Podcast. Here, three friends discuss anything and everything seen on the screen, and they want you to join them. Jake brings the hot takes, Richard brings the everyman perspective, and Austin brings his dog. And now, the host of the Movie Melting Pot, Jake, Richard, and Austin. Welcome back, everybody. It's me. Solo episode this week. Jake solo episode. I've said before in the, the last solo episode I did that I actually really enjoy these, so buckle in. What was the, what was the last solo episode I did? It wasn't that long ago. I can't remember. Was it was it last month? Was it... What did we do before Return of the King? I can't remember. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to make this one kind of a quick one. So I'm going to jump right into... Everyone, leave a rating review. I keep saying it. No one's doing it. Thank you again, Evan. Hope you're still listening. You might not listen to this one if I know you and your character. And that I appreciate. Also, if Austin's brother is listening, why don't you leave one? Anyway... <laughs> Remember, we have socials, Facebook, I think, and Instagram, and, you know, Austin's doing some stuff with that, but we've got more ideas coming down the pipeline of what we can do with with those social media platforms, and they'll, they'll be exciting, I'm excited for them, so tune in for all of that. Also, sorry for my mouth sounds. I've, I've, as I've been listening to the podcast recently, I've noticed more and more what, what my mouth sounds like. And I'm as disturbed as you guys are. It's haunting. Also, try and remember, uh, I'm going one take Drake when I do solo episodes. Um, or one take Jake, as I like to, to call it. So, I'm not going to be doing too much editing on this. Not going to be cutting stuff out. Got no one else really to, to combine with... So yeah, go back also, we're doing Quentin Tarantino month, we've done Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs is, you know, a lot of people's maybe favorite Tarantino movie. Pulp Fiction probably is most popular, most famous. And this week we're doing one of what I think maybe is his better ones, it's not my favorite, but it's a good movie. And definitely the fa- my favorite, probably out of the, the two we three we've done so far. So we're doing Inglorious Bastards. It's everything. I'm I'm just gonna copy and paste, you know, last week's thing. Though there's, I will say this is the least of the checklist I made for Quentin Tarantino. So far, and I think next week's movie is even less, because uh, he sort of dove into period dramas, and not dramas, it's Quentin Tarantino, it's never a drama, but there, there is, there is F-words, some, there aren't any N-words, so I, I can't use that one. There, what, what's the next one? Um, 
blood, excessive blood and violence? Uh, I wouldn't say excessive. There's plenty. There's some, but I don't know. It, it's it's well placed, dispersed throughout the movie. Not not too much, and then pop culture references. Nothing. I I got nothing. There's there's culture references, but not pop culture references. So I'm gonna have to change all those to no. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, good movie. If I had to give it a pot rating, I'd give it I'd give it an eight. Um, it's not. It doesn't seem as long. I like the characters. Once again, great performances. Christoph Waltz, incredible. Brad Pitt, eh. Uh, I think he's overrated as an actor, but hot take. My hot take. First hot take of the, the episode so far. Um, it's, a, it's a well shot movie. I love that so much of it is not in English to keep it... Like, like what a Tarantino thing. Him and, like... Christopher Nolan are the only ones that would do that, where they have people speaking a different language simply because they're in a different country. So you, there's some English, plenty of English, but it's mostly French and German when French people and German people are speaking. And I I love that. I don't I don't mind reading the subtitles. I read the subtitles anyway. When I'm when I'm watching a movie, I have subtitles on all the time, constantly, and I'm reading them. So, uh, first I'll start off with, with this great direction, great acting, good cinematography, not, not as, not as best work, but it's such a, I, th I think well done movie, circular movie where he does kind of have these characters and they are kind of doing things out of sequence or maybe so you think, and you don't really understand them. But when you realize it's these two groups of people working together to achieve the same goal, and neither of them are aware of the other, and they both end up achieving their goal at great personal cost, uh, and then that ending with Christoph Waltz and, and Brad Pitt, where <laughs> I I was laughing. There's one other. There's one other scene I was laughing at. I'll, I'll talk about that one. It's horrifying. It's true to form. It's it's great. You know, because earlier in the movie, you don't see them cutting the the Nazi symbol on the the guy's head. You just see the scar, and now it's like you watch it, and it oh, sends shiver down my spine. But that foreshadowing is. And that line about, now you're going to want to go and take off that uniform. Well, we don't like that. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. So the other scene I was laughing at was uh, when they're in the, um, the basement and they're trying to talk with Bridget von Hammersmark and you know, about the, the movie date thing. And right before everything goes down with that Mexican standoff, what's his name? The the German guy who killed the twelve 
SS officers was like, his line was, say off Vieter saying to your Nazi balls. <laughs> what a Tarantino line. <laughs> say off Vieter saying to your Nazi balls. Oh gosh. I'm, I'm just rambling at this point. I gotta, I gotta rein myself in. So, the, there is, there are characters that don't know each other, aren't going to meet each other, but they're achieving the same goal through different means. And I love that characterization, not that characterization, but that character arc of, of these characters, um, especially that of Shoshana, or who becomes Emmanuel Mimi. Emmanuel Mimi. I hope you like my French accent. And she, you know, her family's killed by Christoph Waltz's character. I can't remember his character's name because there's so many character names. And, you know, she grows up, moves, leaves, goes to France with her aunt and uncle they leave her the theater when they die and so her theater becomes a part um of this grand story where christoph Waltz's character you know comes back into her life and everyone from nazi high dignitary is going to be in her theater she's like we're gonna burn the place down with them inside of it you know and it ending with her dying at the hands of Frederick Zoller. Not, I'm not good at, at German, I guess, I guess. But that's Daniel Bruhl's character. And he was great. Though a bit incelly. So, I don't know. Back back in the day, was it 2009, 2010 this came out? I don't think people were that aware of incels. But, man, he was kind of incelly. And it it's tragic, but it's, it's bittersweet, I suppose. Um, the way that... I don't know the other actor's name, but Eli Roth kind of sacrificed himself, but he could, probably could have gotten out if it wasn't for you know him not being able to, able to get out of his way as he pumps Hitler's corse, corpse full of lead. You know, it, it's bittersweet. It's sad, and there's this these character arcs that the characters go on, where in the beginning you see Shoshana running away, covered in blood, and you see the forming of the bastards to the end where their their goals are accomplished, the war is ended. Sorry about that. <laughs> and, you know, every everyone's comeuppance has come, including Christoph Waltz's character, and it's 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 satisfying. Because Christoph Waltz, oh gosh, in in this movie, he can be kind of intolerable. But you know, in Django Unchained, he he's so good. And I think it's even on his trailers. It's like one of their jokes was in their starring section. They they make a bunch of jokes about weird characters in movies. So Christoph Waltz's character. You know, was Christoph Waltz whenever he wants to win an Oscar, you know? Because he, he is so great and Quentin Tarantino movies are so praised. 
Yeah, and his character doesn't really have an arc. He's just a villain. Now, this is historical... I, I like to call these Tarantino movies... And I, what After this, you have... Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I like to call these four Tarantino movies historical fan fiction where he just likes you know these this time or these characters or this idea and he just has fun with it he just writes whatever he wants but i don't know sometimes it is a bit disappointing you know it, it is very tarantino but like just to paint hitler as the dude who sits there and screams like yeah he did that when he like spoke but it's not like he did that all the time like i don't know just poor characterization of actual human beings like these are just regular people and you know it's like that with the hateful eight like samuel l jackson would never have done that thing to the the dude's son which I don't even, I can't even talk about on because this is a clean podcast. But it's like, some sometimes his, his characters say and do weird things that, you know, for the point of writing are great, but for the, I don't know, it kind of zaps me out of it when you have some random dude in a Hitler stash just yelling in German, and we're just, just supposed to understand, like, because he's yelling and because that's a Hitler stash. The dude's Hitler. But it's, and that's not what makes Adolf Hitler Hitler. I don't know. So I said I'd give this eight pots. Because we're, we're rating movies now. This is, uh, I think, just the second week, right? Of rating a movie. So I rated this eight pots. I'm going to make this clear. I This is not my favorite Tarantino movie. My favorite Tarantino movie probably is The Hateful Eight. I know he's... I think he's working on like one last one, if I'm not mistaken. Which, I don't know about that. Like, He's the guy crazy enough to call it quits, but I don't know if he can. You know? Sort of. He, he might pull a... Pull a Brett Favre and someday decide nine movies wasn't enough. Sorry, just yawned there. Um, and it is sort of with this movie the sheer number of characters. You know, you have, I think, nine of the bastards and you have all of like the British high command you have Shoshana and all of them you've got Bridget von Hammersmark and I don't know the guy Michael Fassbender played and all that scene and it, it bogs you down with all these characters and names and then he does weird stylistic things <coughs> Like, 
Samuel L. Jackson has a couple times in this movie where he just randomly pops in and does like a narration out of nowhere, out of the blue, twice. It's almost like in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where at the end, you know, a whole day has passed and he's shown you the day, the whole day of these characters and then all of a sudden you hear Quentin Tarantino go, all right, let's back up a little bit. And then like that last scene begins. And it, it's like, it's like that, but worse. And there are times where, you know, in different fonts, in different sizes, sometimes with arrows, sometimes not, you'll, they'll, he'll point things out to you. And it's like, why? Like, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. It's very Tarantino. It's something that, you know, stylistically I can see. But it's, it doesn't add anything. For me, it took away from it. I, I don't know. That's the kind of thing that bogs this movie down a bit for me. The, you know, those character inaccuracies that I talked about, but also the, Just the odd choices that he makes sometimes. Like, I like him as a director, but his... I don't think he's that spectacular as a director. Other than, you know, I think he's the best at letting actors act. And he's possibly, arguably, the best screenwriter working today. And so, you know, as a screenwriter, he can often execute well on his vision... And so, and so for that reason, he's he's really good. But like, I don't know. Th- this movie, Inglorious Bastards, is just does he does some things where I, I, I question everything, like that he, not everything, but like all these small choices. I'm like, why is that in there? Why did he do that? And so, that wraps up about my feelings on the movie. I would say watch it if you're a Tarantino fan. If you've been listening to our Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, you're like, this sounds interesting. I, I think Inglorious Bastards is better than those two. But it's not better than next week's movie, which might be number two on my Tarantino rankings. But, uh, you know, I said this was going to be a quick one, so I'm, I'm wrapping it up now because I got, I got plans and got something big tonight, something exciting, and I, I'm excited for it. You guys are going to get to share a bit in it, but uh, more on that later. Uh, movie coming next week is Django Unchained. Richard and I had already seen... Um, oh gosh, The Hateful Eight. Which I would have rather done the Hateful Eight, but that, that's just me. But when I asked Richard, like, "Hey, what do you wanna, what do you wanna do? Do you wanna do the Hateful Eight or do you wanna do Django Unchained?" He went with Django Unchained because he hadn't seen it before, and I was I was okay with that. It is really good. All the um, the checklist will come back next week, and I think the only one that'll be no will be pop culture references. But, phew, F-words and N-words. And violence? 
<laughs> whole lot of yes. Maybe even, I might even put two yeses for each one. There's so much. Holy cow. But it's a it's a good movie. It is. I mean, if you're into it, if you've been listening, good movie. Um, and then after that, that's the end of our Tarantino month. So if you haven't been listening because you don't like Tarantino, I, I don't know what to tell you. But the next theme month after that will be, I'm not even sure it'll be that much more appropriate. But it'll, it'll be, I, I'm excited for it. There, there's some good movies in there. So, tune, tune in for those movies. But thank you guys for listening. I'm going to wrap this one up. I don't, I'm not out of stuff to say. Leave rating review. Remember to follow us on our socials. We got stuff coming with that. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week, Django Unchained. Falcon and Winter Soldier coming on Saturday. I liked the, I like the episode, so you can you can go back if you haven't already and listen to our our first episode. It is called Falls. That's what F A W S stands for. But uh, thanks, guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Movie Milton Pot Podcast. If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review. If you didn't like this podcast, leave a five-star rating anyway. Tune in next week for more.